Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk USA. Are you tired of waiting for change? Tune into Blog Talk USA. Let your voice be heard on Blog Talk USA. Welcome back, everybody, to Blog Talk USA. We are so happy to be here with you on this Monday night from Marvelous Monday. Let me tell you how you can always find us and listen to our live programs and our archived episodes. You can always go to blogtalkusa.com, or you can go to blogtalkradio.com forward slash blogtalkusa, or you can download our podcasts on iTunes, Stitcher, Apple Radio, or anywhere you find podcasts. You can find Blog Talk USA and Marvelous Monday under that banner, as well as a view from the top, which is every Thursday at 12.15 p.m. Texas time, 1.15 Eastern time. Okay, let me give you over to our host, my beautiful mother, Dr. Shirley McKellar. Welcome, Dr. McKellar. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Good evening, Ms. Rihanna, and it is a pleasure to hear your voice. How in the world are you doing? I feel like I feel like a stranger for Marvelous Monday. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you've you've been busy. (laughs) I've been a little busy. It's great to be back uh, back in Texas, and and uh, I heard that that you guys had an amazing show on last week. Not that I I expected nothing else any differently. But uh, but yes, yeah, so it, it, it's good to be back, and we continue to ask uh, that people uh, keep Professor Ray uh, and their yes. thoughts and their, their thoughts and everything. Uh, but uh, yes. but there was a beautiful beautiful home going for her son, and the um, oh. the military, the Air Force was there, and Mr. Arthur would be pleased of that, and they did the twenty one gun salute and and oh. the uh, bugle call and. It was just a beautiful ceremony, and he just looked like he was just taking a little nap. So, um, so I, uh, I'm happy that things turned out uh, so beautifully. And uh, but it's good to be back. I came, got here, back to Tyler, Texas, just in time for the tornadoes. <laughs> yeah, circling, <laughs> circling around Tyler, Texas. I don't know if they told you that. Uh, mm. I don't know if Dr. Agnew told you, but we had. We had about three or four to touch down in Tyler, Texas, and so oh, no. Uh, no one was injured, yes, but we, we had a little damage. And usually the tornadoes will circle all around Tyler, Texas, mm-hmm. but never touch down here in Tyler. But this time it did. And so we actually was at a meeting at City Hall, and we tried mm-hmm. to exit so that everybody says, well, we better, I think we better get home because uh, it's coming our way. And so when we stepped out the doorway, it was already our way, so we backed back in the doorway, and we happened to be in an area where it was no windows, everything was all closed in, and, and very safe uh, environment. But Tyler finally got tornadoes to touch down here. So, okay, so who do we have on with us? Is Dr. Carl on yet? I'm on. Thank yes. you. Good evening. Good, Welcome. Yeah. Good evening. Good evening, Dr. Carl. How are you doing? I'm quite well, and hope all you all are doing quite well as well. Yes, yes, sir. sir. We're, we're hanging tough. We're hanging tough. We're yeah. doing we're we're doing what we need to do in order to get where we need to be. <laughs> so, yeah. who else do we we have? Mr. Arthur on and and uh, not yet. Dr. Hackney, not yet. 
Okay. All Not right. yet. Not yet. Okay. Fashionably late. <laughs> late, yes. Was uh, Dr. Hattie <laughs> able to join join you on last week? No, it was Dr. Carr and Mr. Arthur, and they just, I was able to join, but I just, I, I stayed back and listened, and it was such a treat. They had an amazing show. Wow. Wonderful, yes. wonderful. Well, Mr. Honor, you're you're kind of crackly. I don't know if it's uh, you're going in and out a little bit, and I don't know if it's the okay. area where you're stationed. It, uh, but, it could uh, be. I'll try a few things, and I'll I'll be back on when I get it worked out. Okay. <laughs> yes. Okay. Okay. That be that would be great. Well, Dr. Carr, so you want to to brief me a little bit on what. Uh, what was our big discussion on last week? And because I, I've heard great reviews, I didn't get a chance to listen to anything, but I've heard that it was an outstanding show. And then we want to make sure that we don't leave out, um, we don't leave out my fraternity brother, uh, Dr. Dr. Smith, uh, because we really want to discuss our plans for the future and how we can come together and, and pull some things together because we we really have a lot of work uh, that needs to take place in our criminal justice system, and particularly in Texas. So we know lots and lots of things are going on around the nation. And let me just say that I'm very, very pleased of how the Gen Zs are, are coming into their own and uh, and speaking up and, and voicing their opinions on uh, what they're, they are experiencing. Uh, in our nation, and uh, so we just uh, we we need to have more equality for all mankind. We talked about that, right? We know God made us all equal, made us all the same, Absolutely. right? So, Absolutely. Yes, sir. So, um, so when I hear about all of these different things that are going on uh, in our nation, it it kind of it kind of saddens me because it looks like. Uh, Dr. Carr, that we're still fighting the same fight that was fought in the 50s and the 60s, and particularly the 60s. It just just basically looks about the same. What are your thoughts on that? Uh, It's interesting that you mention that because uh, most of last evening and most of this afternoon, late this afternoon, I've been re-watching World War II footage and been reassessing the nations who have been at each other's throats, you know, 80 years ago. And really and truly, uh, these same players are uh, at work again toward each other. And unfortunately, the position of the African in America is about, uh, by their view, the same as it was then. We're just a erased, vanquished, uh, unnecessary, conveniently laid aside people and this uh, program is designed to combat that and to counter that. So uh, that's where uh, my mind has been the last uh, 12 hours or so. And with regards to the question about last week's encounter, uh, Mr. Fleming and myself, uh, I was uh, surprised that I was able to <laughs> support myself throughout a two-hour program by having topics to discuss and questions to answer. <laughs> And when Mr. Fleming comes on, I'm going to congratulate him because he gave me such an opening to talk about my book. We fundamentally spent that time talking about the book, and he kind of pinned me down and asked me to uh, locate perhaps a uh, chapter in the book 
that was relevant to our most recent discussions, and we focused on Chapter 4, which uh, is entitled Mass Media, uh, Politics, and Religion, and the impact that uh, these three entities uh, have on the the black man, the American man, the global man. And we spent the whole of the two hours uh, discussing that. He asked uh, questions, and I gave him answers. He asked opinions, and I offered opinions. So we we believe that we uh, invested our time uh, wisely, wow. and I, I just hope that those who listened on would have gained some uh, traction and some uh, some foundation uh, around the subjects uh, itself, mass media, politics, and religion. That's what we talked about. Outstanding. That's outstanding. And I believe Mr. Arthur is on right now, and we can just we can just pick right on up and talk about today's media. Uh, in relationship to uh, what your Chapter 4 says, because some very interesting things are going on uh, in our nation as far as media is concerned right now. And then we want to talk a little bit about what's going on in, in Sudan and uh, and uh, what that what that piece looks like. Mr. Arthur, are you there? Yes, sir. How's everybody doing? Who, 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 who all do we have on tonight? Okay. Well, right now it's just you and Dr. Dr. Carr and myself and Miss Rihanna, Miss Rihanna stepped out because we're having a little, little crackling, and I didn't know I could hear it, and I don't know if anyone else can hear it. Uh, Dr. Carr, I don't know if you could hear it or not, but as as you all were speaking, yes, yeah, it was, you can it's hear it. Kind of yes. working up. It's it's breaking up. I know up, she so. said. Well, I know she said just. That's a whole lot of just, ain't it? It's a whole lot of just. <laughs> you just, you know, a whole so lot of Jess, you know, you say, well, Jess Rihanna and then Dr. Adele, and you kept going. Uh, I said, oh, a lot of Jess. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry. Well, yes, there, there's no such thing as just, but that's that's mm-hmm. who uh, who is on with us. And she stepped away so that she could try to see if she could technically figure out what is going on and why our voices are are cracking like it is because I I can hear not everything. I'm sorry again. I said, y'all not cracking here. Yes. Not cracking for well, you, or you're cracking for us. And, yes. And what what about for you, Dr. Carr? Can you hear him cracking, his voice cracking? Just a bit. Your voice is quite clear. Uh, Mr. Fleming's okay. voice just on the end of his statement is just a little, uh, just a little uh, unclear, but I can hear okay. and discern everything that he's saying. Okay. okay. Well, yours well, is. Well, I enjoyed. Well, that's what I said. I enjoyed uh, 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 interviewing. You know, talking about Dr. Carr's book last yes, week. Uh, yes. A lot of stuff. Uh, uh, you know about it, and uh, uh, so maybe he can offer a little bit more tonight. That that would be outstanding because what I I was saying to uh, to Dr. Carr is that that there's so much going on in our media uh, today and how that his chapter four probably just ties right in to what we're seeing happening in our media today. Uh, We've been actually here in Tyler working on a case uh, that, uh, and, and what I said to him before I go there is that we really have so much work uh, to to be done in our criminal justice system in particular in Texas, but probably across the nation, as we know that uh, the uh, the police officer uh, that was given only two years uh, that killed the the young fella, and after 16 months, uh, she has been released. 
uh, from did you all hear that on the on the news today? Or last I saw night? it on yeah. the news last night. I saw it last saw, night. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, so, well, we so, existential struggle here. We're in an existential struggle here uh, as far as what we're doing. Yeah. So, uh, hey, just like in any, uh, you know, I hate the character, but 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 in any, you know, like this, like being at war and like you know, these are like yeah. cat, yeah, you know, situation and so forth. So we just got to uh, here, but but a bit of good news: uh, the wicked witch is dead. Uh, uh, car, uh, Tucker Carlson got fired. <laughs> Tucker Carlson got afternoon, fired. The full coming on. No, yeah. I've been. Oh, you're kidding me! No, I didn't know yeah. that. I've been. Yeah. I've been working uh, in, in, from early this morning till about seven. It was about seven o'clock when I got home, and so I just had time to go straight to the shower and get prepared for radio. Tucker Carlson was fired. Yeah, they fired well, him early this morning. Oh yes, my the, goodness! Is the that media piece right? indicates that they, uh, in an amicable way, decided to part ways. But you know, you know what that means. So oh, he's well, out of it. Absolutely, absolutely. Second, didn't say it was amicable. Well, well, seven hundred and eighty-seven. <laughs> I believe that's a magical number, right? <laughs> is that Doctor Hagney that we hear? <laughs> I thought I heard Doctor Hagney's laugh. But seven hundred. How much was it? Seven hundred and eighty-seven million dollars. Million, yes. And yeah, and, million. Look at, and fifty cents. Look at, and fifty cents. And fi- uh, don't leave. Don't leave off the fifty cents. <laughs> 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 that, that's a, that's enough to get you fired, is it? <laughs> oh my goodness, mercy. <laughs> well, you you all just made my afternoon there. Okay. <laughs> oh, a whole lot of folks afternoon got made today. Mm-hmm. You yes, know yes, what? yes. And you know what? We fight this CRT battle thing we're doing. You know, he's one of the main purveyors of that. Uh, now, now, I don't know if it's true or not, but they say that, you know, you know, of course, he, he got fired today. They say that, uh, you know, Russian TV done made him an offer. So Russian TV him, made him an offer? Are you serious? Yeah, I, I mean, now that you know that could be look, it could be unnecessary, but 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 since he was working for him anyway, they should offer him a job if they did. If, well, if, that, there you go. You know, yeah, they could <laughs> offer him a place was, to move to as well. Yeah, there yeah. now, now you're talking. A nice, yeah, comfortable place to move in Russia. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Get him a little uh, villa somewhere over in Russia. Get him good. Yeah. Wow. But now, like. So it happened today. So everybody's talking about this buzzing all day. You know, talking about what, you know, what effect. Because so, you know, that was like, you know, like, like, like. I mean, he made Kevin McCarthy give him the 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 the, the January sixth information. Remember all that? Exactly. That's how much power he had between exactly. the party and, and you know and that station. Now for him to be gone. Now I'm sure Kevin McCarthy probably glad he gone. <laughs> oh, 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 most de- most definitely, most definitely. Ah, uh, man, ain't got to give him no more stuff. So I'm just saying that. Well, you know, how... well, all yeah, the ahead. things that he was saying, it, it's amazing to me that it has taken this. So what? That was January it's 6, twenty twenty one, twenty twenty one, right? It Absolutely. took all of this time and seven hundred and eighty seven m uh, right. point fifty cents. 
It took all of this time for Murdoch to X him out. Right. Yeah. That he had some kind of power, didn't he? Did he not? Absolutely. People believe Absolutely. they believed everything everything that yeah. guy said. Yeah, you know that lady that was you know, that director lady that they were trying to get to be the frog lady, she has a she has a lawsuit in and, and she's, you know, accusing them of, you know, sexual harassment. And all this, I mean, uh, right. uh, so you know, you know right. so so you know, there's a lot of stuff going on, and then, and then they say plus his contract was coming up for renewal, so oh, is it? you know, okay, so it looked like a lot of things converged, it made it pretty probably pretty easy for them to go ahead and because somebody had to be the sacrificial lamb. I wanted Sean Hannity and and, and Laura, yeah, Ingram. but he, he should be next, yeah, you know, what about they them? should be next, right? Yeah, exactly. I don't know what about them, but yeah. You know, you, you know, like, what about them? So that's what's exactly. going to be interesting. Because, you know, that's a lawsuit coming up, $2.7 billion. Oh, Absolutely. Absolutely. So, you it's, know. Not, it's uh, not over yet. It's not over yet. Nah. Uh-uh. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and like I tell you yeah. all the time, it may not look like y'all, but we winning. No, oh, yeah. I I, I agree with that. Uh, we, we get, we're getting somewhere. Uh, I was just telling Dr. Carr that we there, we still have so much work in our criminal justice system, especially in Texas. And and I'm and and, and I'm going to take it. I'm going to step out on a limb and and bring it on home. And so until we all speak up, get on the same page, and uh, and let people know that we're looking for equality for all mankind because that's what we're supposed to be having, right? Correct. Go ahead. You ain't got to get on the same page, but just get in the same book. Just get in the same book. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) All right. Well, just get in the same book. Okay. Well, let's take it to chapter four in the book. And tell me me what's in chapter four, uh, Dr. Carr. Chapter four uh, begins to... And I, I wish that we could all look at uh, the image that uh, is placed on the first page of Chapter 4 because there's a yes, whole lot of uh, looks like television screens or computer screens on these robotic heads of these individuals, which means, which translates into people are just being uh, subliminally as well as uh-huh. in your face uh, retrained, reindoctrinated to think according to what the media wants us to think. And there were two subjects mentioned here tonight in this discussion, and that was the issue in Sudan. And when it comes to looking at places on the continent and looking at uh, disputes that arise between leaders in those places, I often wonder who is behind, who has uh, given guns, or who has given Permission. Who has worked behind the curtain divide to African uh, countries and to, in mm-hmm. essence, start a war between the two of them while someone sits back and kind of uh, chuckles and winks their eyes at each other saying, we've got them again. Because really and truly, this yep. has been going on a long time. Every time we hear stories about what's happening in Africa with the war infections, there always winds up being someone in the background who is unmentioned, who is kind of in the shadows, who is driving the whole force of the thing. So I'm really curious about who 
is the face of the franchise behind the disagreement and the war affair that is transpiring in Sudan tonight. I'm wondering who is the unknown person or persons that we should be including in this conversation. Good point. Great point. For some context, John Henry Clark, he talked about, you know, it's like it's like uh, you know doing the transition when 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 Africa got flipped. Uh, that area, that's the area that was the key area where they did the thing at. But uh, the uh, Sudan, if I'm not mistaken, is that correct? And, and they were the main, they were the uh, you know where the Arab influence uh, yeah. came in and changed yeah. the whole dynamic, kind of gave away the, uh, the rest of the country. Uh, so anyway, I'm trying to get some historical context to understand that that that, 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 that like you're saying that what's going on there uh, as 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 the global uh, dynamic shift. This is somebody shifting something. And so, uh, well, it's my, under- it's my understanding, Mr. Arthur and, and Dr. Carr, is that the the war broke out between the two generals. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they were lieutenant generals uh, mm-hmm. that uh, that they used to be they used to be working together, but now I understand they're kind of working fighting against each other. Uh, yes, but that's that's, that's the part that I picked up this morning. Well, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Well, we need one of, I think need one of them on the marks. I think I think I think that, you know that that's what it's about. I, I, because they were having, if I'm not mistaken, they, they were having elections and so forth and so on. And so now, you know, I think it's about, again, it, you know, it's part of the authoritarian thing. So if I would be looking at some, I would say, okay, you know, you, you know, to, you know to, to your question, who's in the background? Okay. Okay. Who's into, who, who's into authoritarianism and that type of stuff? Who would benefit from that type of uh, uh, situation? And so, and so you got to look at so you got to look at, you know, Saudi Arabia, you got to look at them. You know, you got to look mm-hmm. at uh, you got to look at Russia. You know, you got to look at China. Yeah, I mean, you got to look at a lot of folks that's uh, uh, looking to figure out how they can retake control of Africa because Africa is stepping free right now. And, and, and like, so they're trying to figure out, okay, how can we put put this back in the box? They don't figure out that we took over their country and made and, and made them pay us for kicking us out. So now, they, you know, everybody's figuring out how stupid that is. And so uh, right. they trade us. I didn't get back in and, uh, you know, put a new yoke on everybody. Well, you know, both of them, as I mentioned, both of them are lieutenant generals. So so it, from what I was listening to this morning as I was getting dressed is that um, that there is a power struggle between the two. And, and one wants to be over there. There's a there's a, a, a force. I can't remember the name of the uh, the group. There's a specific group uh, that uh, a militia group, obviously, uh, that's uh, that's trying to commandeer uh, East Africa. And so one of these generals is in charge of that group, I believe. And so that therein lies that power struggle that they're having. Mm-hmm. Uh, one against uh, one against the other, and just but think about all of those our people who are there at the embassy, and that's what I, I tell uh, people all the time when they say, um, "Why do we have all of these other countries in our budget?" And I try to explain because we have embassies 
we're in all of these countries all around the world. And so we have to take care of those people. And there's a lot of people uh, that, uh, that that's trying to get us, uh, Sudanesians that are trying to get out of uh, uh, Sudan, as well as the people who work in our embassies. Uh, I know that we sent some, uh, can we send some jet of flight, uh, some flighters over there to try to rescue uh, people, in, and that's had tens of thousands of people have fled their homes and are trying to get out of uh, Sudan and try to get somewhere, and many of them are trying to get on the buses and, and planes and things trying to get to America. Is that what you were hearing? You all were hearing? And then they're without food, they're without water, they're without electricity. We, there was even a newscaster that was on this morning uh, saying that she didn't even have anything, and she didn't have any idea of how she was working on some other way of trying to get out. She didn't know how she was going to get out, female. Yeah, well, right? you know, if you're, in the, if you're in the global core and if you're, if you're a global citizen, Living abroad, you know, you got to know, you know, uh, geography and 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 history. Right. And you right. Got to know what's right. On the right kind of date. So. And and, so, and remember, we, we some of the Sudanese out. people are, are are working for us. They work in our embassies. They work on our behalf. Right. They're translators. Right. They're, they're, right. They're, they're in they're in the streets, you know, getting information mm. and getting it back to us. Go ahead. Well, well, like I said, well, well, basically, like I said again, you know, uh, there's not much, uh, you know, again, you know, not, I mean, I don't really know the, the, the who's in the background, who's putting the strings, but basically, it's just another extra means of, to, you know, get in Africa. So, uh, I hope everybody get out safe. Exactly. You know what I mean, I hope you get out safe. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm going to send uh, Miss Rihanna information back to see if in fact uh, she can straighten out because she it's getting worse I don't know if you guys can hear my voice clearly I can hear you you can hear mine clearly yes I can hear you quite clearly okay but you guys are not clear at all you're you're cracky oh Oh, I didn't know I was cracky yeah, you're you're now you're a little bit better than Mr. Arthur. Mr. Arthur is not good at all for me. My, I okay. mean, his is just coming in and out. But yours, oh, yours has gotten yours has even gotten better. Okay, now whatever you just said just then, Mr. Arthur came through. You said, "Is that right?" I heard every word of that. Is that what is you that just better? said? Is that better? That's a little better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's right. a little bit better. <clears throat> right. It sure is a little bit better. So wherever you are. Then, then try to keep it there, keep it right there, because that right. is a, that is a whole lot, yeah, that's a whole lot better. Um, but yes, it, it's a it, it's serious business, and as I said tens of thousands of people have already left their homes. So it it sounds like that we may be getting into another war. No, I can't see no war over there. Mm-mm. No. Well, I mean, they, got would, jet, uh, they, they got jet. They got jet fighters. They got jet, jet fighters that are striking that group. Uh, what is that group? Um, mm. No, 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 no. Who got, um, no who, got jet, who got jet fighters striking? You said they. Who, who, who is they? The, they got, 
I'm talking about the military there. I'm talking about uh, the okay. that, Remember I, the two I, generals, the two generals, except uh, yeah. I don't know which, which it's the, the uh, Sudan, the Sudanese. Then. No, then not that I'm trying to. Oh no 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 I no I I didn't infer that at all I I'm, I'm just saying that there were there were three well we got to be in it in order to get our people out of there we can't no, I'm I mean war, I'm talking about war I'm talking about war I'm talking about war as well among those two generals that remember I told you there's two lieutenant generals that are, are fighting in my opinion from what I heard. This morning, they're fighting for power, and their their rivalries. And one is uh, these these both of these generals are, are from Sudan. Right, the, right, the two generals are, are Sudanese. What's I'm, interest? What's America's interest? Is what I'm trying to figure out. What's America's interest in that? In those two uh, generals? The, our embassy, our embassy, and those all those Sudanese that have been working in our embassy and on the street. You're military. You understand what I'm saying uh-huh. to you. We, and, and so they, they were working this morning trying to get people out of the embassy on buses and on planes. And we sent three, we sent three planes across over there, and these were striker planes. They're not just a regular uh, planes, they 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 can do some damage if needed, and so they're trying to get people out of there. And tens of thousands of these people have fled their homes, uh, and 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 some of them are trapped and can't get out. And the the supplies, the food, the water, they have no electricity. All of these things are diminishing. And so we know that we know that we got people working in that uh, Sudan embassy. And it's our job to get those Americans out of there and get them back to this country. So, so they're so it's 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 just like two two of our generals, top say our, our big stars, started to fight against each other. And they so that's what caught, has they happened. They, they they both get caught martial real quick. Uh, well, that, in this country, because we have laws, it would. I, I wish I would have tried to fight a war with, with nah, 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 nah. Fighting, <laughs> fighting. These two generals are fighting against each other, and what is happening is they said it's for power. It's what they were saying on the news this morning. It's a power struggle between these two generals, and consequently. Uh, Hundreds of people have already been killed, and millions have been trapped there, not, unable to get out. And that's why I was mentioning the media, the, the female media uh, person this morning says, I have no water, I have no food, I have no electricity, have no idea how I am going to get out of here and get into get back to America. And then they, could, they were showing the buses. Uh, bus of uh, people trying to get on the buses. Tons of people around a couple of buses trying to get on, and then uh, and then trying to get in. America trying to get in there to rescue our people from that embassy. If I may, so, I'm listening. Go ahead, I'm please. listening, yes, and sir. I'm looking at the I'm looking at my computer, and there are four okay. news feeds that I'm looking at, and they read okay. as follows. 
with regards to uh, who is pulling the strings behind the curtain. Russian mercenaries closely linked with Sudan's warring factions. Secondly, Sudan ally mines gold and plays favorite in Sudan. Thirdly, Russia's Wagner offered arms to Sudanese general feed for Sudan exclusive evidence emerges of Russia's involvement. So that may be part of the problem as far as who it is that's operating behind the scenes that's uh, affecting this issue. And, you know, I was thinking about how, you know, the, we live in a racist society and, you know, yeah. uh, white policemen are killing black uh, boys and girls, men and women. And now in my city, just Saturday, there were two killings in my city, uh, 16 and 19-year-old uh, youth uh, killing each other with guns. And I thought about today, you know, white people are happy to see black people at each other's yes, throats because it makes yes, it easier for them to divide and conquer us. And so uh, Russia, right. uh, we may need to spend some quality time talking about, you know, them and why they'd be interested and why they're involved and why the Washington Post is so sure that they have some connections there. I thought that was interesting just listening to you all uh, discuss this. Well, 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 the reason Russia, the, the reason Russia is involved is because uh, America basically abandoned the, you know, the African diplomatic field about, I guess, about 30 years ago. They kind of just gave it up. And so that's why you see Russia and, and China up in that now. Okay, America's mm-hmm. trying to play catch so, you know, they know where to go, which is Sudan. That's one of the main spots you need to be. And so mm-hmm. Russia, you know, Russia basically just don't want that to happen. So this they move. You know, they in, they already you know in a war with you know proxy war you know and you know yeah, Ukraine was. So you know this is kind of like you know deja vu all over again when when Russia and the United States just to go around and they get on one side and people in Africa and. Russia on the other side, and they have African killing each other. You know, they just be fed them guns. So, you know, that went on for a So, basically, uh, you know, that's kind of what you see the plan out right now, I think. Like, I think that's, you know, I, okay. I think you know, Russia don't want no democracy up in there. And so, you know, <laughs> and, and, and you, you know, they, you know, they good friends with, uh, uh, you know, that Spider Raven guy, who was in the ABM, whatever the name is. You know, they friends. So, you know, hey. Instability works for, you know, those that's making it, you know, unstable. Yes. Well, I just picked up what the name of that group is called the Sudan's Rapid Support Forces, mm-hmm. RSF forces, uh, okay. and uh, and we know that Russia has been sending um, arms and supplies into that group. Uh, aiding them to fight against their own country mm-hmm. for a long time. Their mm-hmm. own country. That's, that's right. That's how they so get on. Right. And so now they got these two top generals warring against each other and dividing this country and destroying this country. Well, we know that is – what do they have over there? Oil, Oil. and, gold, and gold, gold, right? Or, or yeah. silver or – Yes. So another way of trying to take over that country and their riches. This is a very, very wealthy 
wealthy country with with, uh, with resources and minerals. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Russia is probably behind this. Um, I wouldn't be surprised because hey, they hey, like hey. that that strong economy that they have as far as the oil in particular. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and Go ahead, Ms. Arthur. Global, uh, I'm saying just for a short war story. I, I remember uh, when I was overseas. Uh, I, I was talking with I was talking to some of the natives over there, and basically, and basically, was saying what they saying that because they've been in you know Russia, you know Russia have been over that area too also, and they say they like American better, but we got more money. <laughs> so I think that's kind of so. You know, and but Russia got more guns. You know, they thing is, you know, they more about, mm-hmm. you know, right. gun power. You know, America. You know, we use more soft power. You know, so doing you know pretty much the same thing, but using soft power with it. And so I think mm-hmm. that's why, uh, you know, you know some countries like they they willing to let America come in and do some things. They know we got we got a bag full of goodies. Russians, they just gonna mm-hmm. come in. That here, they ain't got nothing. Okay. And I mean, just, you know, so uh, and so that stuff is going on over there again. It's just, you know, Russia lost a lot of ground, uh, you know, in mm-hmm. Africa. Now, a lot of countries didn't, you know, didn't support Ukraine and stuff. But they, you know, most of them stayed neutral. And so I mm-hmm. think Russia trying, you know, they're going to survive with this new economy that I think is Russia, Brazil, and who else is that? Uh, China, they're trying to put this new economy together. And so I think they trying. I think that's part of it too. Uh, they know they need Africa uh, to go with them, uh, if, you know, whatever kind of economy they put together. So they're trying to they, they're trying to set up a, a, an economy to, you know, to uh, go against the dollar in the West and so on and so on. So that's another thing that's happening. You need to look at. Yeah, but they are really. The, are really, the Sudanese? I'm go, sorry. Go, go, go ahead. ahead. Go ahead, sir. By all means, go ahead. Are the are the Sudanese people who are being victimized by this war between these two generals? Are they aware mm-hmm. of what the philosophy is of both generals? Are they are uh, trying to get out of the country because they don't know what the heck is going on and they want to uh, stay point. alive? That's a good point. What, what's happening in the minds of the? people who are being hurt most by these uh, armaments and by these decisions. That's, they a, thought that's, it a, that's a great point. Go ahead. It was voting. It was voting to have the election. So, you know, they thought everything, you know, they was, you know, they was okay with that. You know, they was, you know, they just glad to have, you know, that process. And so, again, I think outside powers, like you talked about earlier, uh, got other agendas. Well, and I, I think I, that. I, now, y'all. This is my opinion. I think they're trying to get the heck out of there, like you said, because they do know that that there's a, a war between those two that's dividing this country, and they and I think they probably do know that uh, because it's, it's hundreds of lives have uh, already already been killed, and and millions have been deprived of that electricity, as I said, the water, the food, yes. they have nothing. Yes. So why, yes. why are they going to stay there? They know that these, that they're trying to tear up their country. I, I believe they do. That's why they're trying to leave. It says millions of people are trying to get out that doorway. Oh, yeah. Also, uh, I read that that's, uh, that that's one of the uh, food staging areas, uh, you know, for, you know, for other parts of Africa also. So strategic. Mm-hmm. 
point, a yeah. strategic point. It always has been. I mean, back to history, it's, it's been a that, 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 right. that's part of the script I've yeah. left. Right. That's right. a dance. Yeah. I have a cousin that was married to uh, to a gentleman from Sudan, and so she went there uh, to visit with the family, and it wasn't too long after that that she returned back and, and really got to know uh, got to know this person uh, inside and out. They, it wasn't that long after that that they divorced. But I, what, what my message was that, that it's a big job to uh, – to to be married to a person that maybe has the same culture comes from the same country that you come from, but when you when you marry someone from a whole entirely different culture, mm-hmm. then you really got to learn that culture, understand it, and accept it uh, for for what it is and what it says. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that's difficult to do. It's very, and the people may even look like you. Your complexion may be the same, but your culture and your customs are entirely different from what mm-hmm. our American customs and culture. Even even in this country, uh, black people have a different custom and culture from Caucasian people and Asian people and Hispanic people. Do we not? And so, uh, so sometimes, yes. So. So it's it's you got to be really a strong person to be able to accept, and and that's why I wanted to talk a little bit about biases uh, tonight, and we can get to that in just a few minutes, or we can get to it in the next hour. But uh, but would you agree that it's a big job to um, to be able to marry someone in a whole entirely different uh, custom and culture that we come from in America? I would suggest that it's the merging of two different, totally different worlds. And as John Clark yes. would say with regards to European people and black people, that a black face could have a white mind. So when it yes, comes sir. to the culture being so different from our own, then it's obvious that there's going to be a clash point. And clash yes. points and flash points uh, create a division that you can't get reconciled. So I can agree and I would think most certainly that I could be married to a person who looks just like me, but from a different yes. world culture view, and that might That's not it. jive with my hand over my heart and my, you know, stars and stripes and this person coming from another uh, part of the world, part of concept, yes. and a, a different yes. culture. So I, I, I would agree that it has to be a hard job. And then on top of that, when you look at the divorce, records that are on our newspapers every week, uh, even people who are like culture, like country, we have difficult mm-hmm. times trying to maintain our maintain. So I think uh, okay. that much okay. more coming from a totally different culture world uh, would create Absolutely. that kind of uh, division and, and eventual separation. Absolutely, 100%. I agree. Yes, sir. Mr. Arthur, any comments from you on that? <laughs> No, the only thing I say is, uh, you know, but uh, uh, let me ask you a question because you're a preacher. Uh, do you think that, uh, you know, like people get married, people get, you know, whatever they get together, and then they find out that even though they both are, are, are you know, great spirits, they spirits just don't dance together. Do you think those people should 
struggle and make that dance work, or you think they should just spiritually understand that it ain't happening? I'll I'll defer to Dr. Clark's uh, lecture on uh, the African family and the African marriage, and he says that the European concept is an I love you marriage, but the African foundation is an I respect you marriage, where that families are brought together, not just two individuals, but families are brought together, farms are brought together, and a clan or tribe is created uh, out of that uh, power, and it has little uh, to do with the Fred Astaire, the uh, Rudolph Valentino type love that we've mm. been introduced to, but more the uh, I respect you, I respect your family, mm. and therefore we'll agree to live together in a land that belongs to no one in particular, but it belongs to everyone. So I think that mm-hmm. I think that we point back to the culture line, go back to what was the African foundation. How come there was no how come there was no uh, old folks' homes uh, in Africa? Why was there no teenage pregnancy and all these kinds of things? It was because mm-hmm. the structure of the family was such that it would offset these kind of things that we're seeing happening uh, right before us. Absolutely, 100% agree. <laughs> right Maybe back to what I was saying. It's, it's a big job to be married to someone in your own culture. That's why the Bible yes, talks about job. being unequally yoked. Is that right? You think we can make that work here today? You think we can make that fit somewhere? Are you asking me? No, no, I'm asking. No, I'm asking Shirley. Oh, okay. Oh, I'm sorry. What was that, baby? I'm sorry, I missed that. Do you think? Do, do you me. think that? You think that concept that Doc, you know, talked about the respect thing that that you, you think that could be incorporated in today's uh, uh, culture that we have here in America, or you think that that's just it, something it, that we can? Oh, I, I think I think we see that more in the African American community because that's our that's our teaching, that's our upbringing of respecting uh, people. Um, and I'm I'm only just talking about our culture because that's the culture in which I grew up in. Uh, that's the culture that I know more about, I should say, uh, than uh, than any other culture. I, I mean, even though we have a lot of mixed marriages in my family. Um, but, but, but I know from, from whence I came and from my teaching and my upbringing. And as I mentioned, my parents used to talk to us about being unequally yoked and exactly what that meant, uh, to, um, religiously and, and as well as, um, just from our, from our day-to-day concept of knowing, uh, uh, your culture and how important it is to be able to know that family. You remember when we were growing up, uh, Dr. Carr, you would remember this, this and as well as Mr. Arthur, uh, people, when, when, when we were, say, uh, interested in talking to someone specifically, our parents would drill, uh, who are uh, your yeah. people? Do you remember uh-huh. that? Who, who are your people? And, and where do you live? And what do right. your family you do? And right. those kinds of those kinds uh, of things. Right? Uh, what's your intentions? 
What is your intent? Yeah. Yeah. What do what do you plan to do when you grow up? What have you been doing? I mean, you know, especially I started to date my husband. I was in the 11th grade. I I never dated anybody before that. And uh, and so he was drilled to the ninth. And then what else that my my family did is that instead of going out on dates, my mother, who was a nutritionist, right, and she loved to cook, so she would prepare food. But if my husband would come over on Saturday evening, we would they would come to date you in your household and not in the streets, right? Mm-hmm. And so she would Absolutely. prepare amazing meals for us and serve it to us and I mean, it was but it's a different day and time so uh so hey, hey, i don't sure. know mr arthur hey. to answer your question go ahead hey, hey sure well, what we said was good question we was little you know my aunt, my aunt like the guy, guy come out of the day you know be, you know it'd be like you know not, when it get nighttime and you had screen doors <laughs> and we so you flip the right. screen <laughs> and so you know we go in there <laughs> <laughs> Give us a nickel or a dime to leave him alone, you know. So we find, you know, so we're gonna get a nickel or a dime, and then we go outside and go around to the go around to the back, and come around to the front, and then look at him through the screen though. Look at him. That's funny. And and do you ever also remember this concept that when you had an older sister, and I had one uh, who was gonna go out on a date. Uh, they would send the baby, the younger sibling, with them. Do you remember that, Doctor Doctor Carr yeah. and uh, Mr. That Arthur? That's the way we played the game. <laughs> That's, That's exactly correct. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I never will forget I'm as a ninth grader going with my sister who was in the twelfth grade uh, to mm. go out on a date. <laughs> it's really <laughs> funny now that you step back and and take a look at how smart our our parents yeah. were. And how yeah. they were able to work on protecting us from the wiles of the devil, so to speak. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I believe that the that system, if the data were put on the table and we looked at it across the board, I think okay. that we were more successful in our yes, family, social, and community lives yes. then because we had yes. those spells placed in place than we do now. So it's kind of like the the door is open, the gate is open wide, and whoever can get there first gets the prize. And I'm afraid that that's that's, uh, creating a problem in our society, among our people. Yes, Yes, sir. I agree with you. I agree. And here, that's what we did. Now, okay, now, enter technology, okay? (laughs) Now, everything is different. Is that the whole new Everything. Mm-hmm. Right. First of all, you know, uh, I mean, we didn't do. Look at, I mean, we did more thinking then because we, we didn't have. Look, they got more ways to get in trouble. They got more ways to do a lot of stuff. You know, we didn't have that, so you know, we did a lot of thinking and plotting. Okay. Right? You know, right. And, you know, you know, oh, I can't wait till you know, give me a car and, a, and an apartment. But what about you? Oh yeah, the job. Yeah, we got a job too. <laughs> So yeah, exactly. Well, I'm sorry. Say again. No, I said the kids now. They have. They got a lot more distractions. They're being right. They've been targeted every day, subliminally, on it, right? Which is the change in their behavior. If they're not even aware that it's changing their behavior, and so you know, so we got it. 
and it goes back to what we got to do. We got we got to start uh, putting some systems in place where we can uh, fight back against sure. that. Oh, sure. Uh, uh, sure. Uh, 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 I, I saw some progress. You know, I, I was complaining about these commercials uh, that I see on TV, and and uh, now I saw I saw a white woman in the bed with a Chinese guy. So I guess that I guess that was a little better. Mm. Okay. Okay. Very very interesting. Very interesting Mm. concepts. I I think about those days and how differently uh, they are now. I I I think that our younger generation is really missing out on something very important, and that is courtship. The standard uh, courtship and relationships that you establish with family. And I, I believe I give my mother a lot of credit uh, for this. She, she pulled the families together and I can tell you, so once again, I, I start to date, I was in 11th grade dating my husband. He graduated from high school. And so his family was having him a, um, a graduation dinner. So they invited me to come to the graduation dinner. So, so um, they sent the invitation. And uh, so my mother said, um, yes, my daughter can come if all the rest of us can come. And so all the, all the rest all I know that's right. <laughs> all the rest, my, and I had three young siblings behind me. Because I, I said my mm-hmm. parents had two, I, I said they had two sets of children, and I was dead in the middle. There's three siblings above me, three siblings below me, right? And so, uh, so the three above me was gone. I was the, the eldest one left at home at that particular time. And so, uh, so my mother and my father and my three siblings, we all went to my husband's graduation dinner, <laughs> and not just me, <laughs> but all of us. My mother says, yes, she can come if all the rest of us can come. Uh, so. That was a great strategy. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Okay, okay. Absolutely. Another kick. I'm sorry. So then set, a, set some more chairs. <laughs> exactly. uh, I'm, I'm sorry, Mr. You know, Russell, you, you go. What was that? Oh, you can't hear I, I said she. I said go yeah. kill another chicken with, with all y'all coming. Said, okay. oh, oh, kill another. Oh, you said kill another chicken. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> well, it was a lot of people at the party, a lot of classmates and schoolmates and all that from his class. <laughs> but uh, my family was right there too. Oh <laughs> uh, well, so, well you know, look like it worked out. <laughs> Absolutely, it, it yes. was a success story. It was a great success story. I, I I agree with you. I agree with you. So, but let me. But now these parents me, now, baby. These parents now, baby. These parents now. I'm saying technology. Basically, I watched the first generation teach their parents technology, and so it's like, and so you know, it's like, uh, you know, I mean, like, okay, like, okay, like, if somebody was to try to back in the day, if I want to try to get with somebody, and you know, we're gonna try to sneak around. Well, first of all, that takes a lot of planning because we ain't got no phone or nothing, right? Right. Uh, I've got his two, str- you know, two cans and a string. And so, so we got to do some serious You're plot. so funny. No, he isn't. <laughs> yeah, you know, so, you know, a lot of stuff. But see, now with this technology, they can get on the phone and say, okay, they're gone now. <laughs> they're oh, gone my now. goodness. No, you know no, that wouldn't. No. 
we we knew the time. one thing that I can tell you, Mr. Arthur, we knew at five parents left home, we knew not to open that door and let anybody in the house. No one in the house. Period. Uh, the end. The, hey. and, and 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 we did, we didn't have cell phones, but we had those phones on the wall. You remember the phones on the wall, <laughs> or or the one it, it, they're either on the wall or they were at. Uh, in the hallway, did you guys have the hallway? Y'all had a party line, Y'all had a party line? Years ago, we did. I mean, when I was probably like maybe in the fifth and sixth grade, it was party lines. And then oh, by the yeah. time I got to. Y'all was half a little Oh, yeah, y'all was half. I mean, we didn't have no that time. So, you know, I ain't sweating you now, but I'm just saying. Yeah. Yeah, by the time uh-huh. I got to by the time I got to the ninth grade, we had eighth or ninth grade, we had regular just straight lines. We didn't have any more party oh. lines here. Yeah. Everybody knew everybody knew everybody's business. Yeah, there you go. And do you remember people used to get on the phone and say, "Can you guys hang up the phone? We need to make a phone call." <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I'm I, I so, never so I'm laughing because it's so it's so true what, what's being said. It's just so true. I remember being on many phone conversations, listening to other people talk. The people they exactly. were talking to, and I talked to the person I was talking to, and we just go back and forth and forth and back. Exactly. So thank God that it's not that way no more. Oh my goodness, yes, it was yeah. a, it was a a community conversation, right? <laughs> I got the career day. I got the career day, right? And my I got my college rotary phone, right? You know, where you you do the rotor thing. So I, so oh I, yeah, I, we, I, I remember that that big I black that. telephone. Uh huh. Yeah. So, so, so I go do the, you know, career that I always take with me. And I pass around to the kids. I say, y'all know what that is, you know. And then you know, they look at it and look at it, you know. And then somebody, yeah, yes, a phone. I say, that's phone. I said, phone. I say, how it work? And then so I pass around. And then they be pecking up like a computer. But, oh, yes, I know what it was. I want to talk about um, our 2024 election. But first, let me just make a note that the early voting started today here in Tyler, Texas. For those that are listening out there, um, that's for school board. The only thing that we have, we don't have a city of Tyler election simply because we had no contested races. My race was not contested and the two others. Uh, no, actually one other that's coming off of our um, our bench, our city council. So we had no need to have a um, we had no need to have an election for the city of Tyler. So I will be sworn in on um, in the first of May. And, oh, congratulations! Uh, for my fine, thank you so much. I appreciate that. And um, and so <laughs> will the other person. Go ahead. I'm well, sorry. Let me ask you about, uh, about that conceptually. Okay. Okay. Now, conceptually, okay. Uh, okay. Nobody. Okay. Nobody ran. It was unopposed everywhere. Sure. Right? So, so, so they basically postponed the property election because everybody was unopposed, right? Yes. 
it's a, it's a it's saving hard. of money, really. Okay, okay. Uh, okay, now, okay, oh, oh, okay, saving money. Okay, now, just opposed to, and again, you're supposed back to voting and habit of voting and so forth and so on, you know, just the habit of it, you know, just sort of the flow of it. Uh, uh, do you think do you think by not doing that and saving money, that the, the money that you save was more valuable than the ritual of having a vote and that folks know about a vote was being held? Do you, do you think do you think the money saved was 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 equal to that, or you think that that didn't have equal value to money. Well, here, here's here's the deal with that. Okay, say that they had the election. Whether we had five people to come out to vote for me, or if we had five hundred people to come out to vote for me, it's still the same. I'm going to win with one, even if they only had one vote, and that one vote was my vote. Or we had two votes in that one that those two votes was mine and my husband. I'm going to win. I've already there was nobody that filed their paperwork, uh, and so once the time was cut off, I was the only person that filed the paperwork to run. So it really made no sense to really host an election. And so you so you write it up and you talk about it. And you put it on the news and everything and say the only reason that we're not having a city of Tyler election is because there was nobody running against these two candidates. So they're automatically the winner. So the reason why you have elections is to get a winner. But if you already have a winner, then it didn't make sense to actually host that. But however, the school board is another issue. We have some contested races on school boards. And because we have contested races on the school board, then we're going to have the school board election. So we're still going to have an election going on in May. We just don't have it through the city. We have it through the school district. So people still get an opportunity to vote. <clears throat> Go ahead. Well, well, well the, basic, the basic question I was asking was, yeah, I was just asking about the value of what you just said versus the ritual of actually having the 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 vote, I'm saying you said it. You say you don't think there's no, and I'm just asking. There's no uh, value lost there. There's no. That's just a vacant space. That nothing was going to be resolved right. by going through the ritual process of voting or having it there for the folks that want to go through it. Uh, you're saying that 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 that, that, that you know that had. You know, they didn't have so much value of saving the money. I mean, I'm just, I'm just asking. I, mean, well, I, know, I, I, know you, I think they're you're explaining not going to it. You're not Go going ahead. to set it up, huh? Go ahead. I know you're not going to set it up, so I'm just asking. You know, about right. that, I have never, because I haven't ever had an election up here like that where. where right, where, uh, right. Well, our, our, our city clerk, I, actually, it's our city clerk that makes that. Uh, makes that call and and it, it's it's in our ordinance that if we have no contested races uh then we won't we won't go through the process of having an election we uh, we have to find a place to have the election <clears throat> have the place to set it up and so forth and so on but there is still and as i mentioned there is still an election that's going on in may which would be the same time that 
that if we were having one at the city, it would oh, okay. Then okay. it would okay. happen. But we have the school okay. board. The school board, because there is contested races on the school board, so consequently, people still get a chance. If, 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 if it's their oh. person that's running, you still get a chance to vote during during the May election. Okay, just like I went, I went to I went to vote today because I was working okay. out in the vote post right there. Right. So I went to vote, and then when I got in, I okay. found out that nobody that nobody in my area was running for anything. So exactly. You know, so exactly. That's kind of and see, no one, no one in my area is running for even on the school board. No one, is, that person, my person, didn't have anybody running against him. So he's uncontested. So therefore, I won't even be going to the polls. Because there's no because I don't have anything in my area, so see I'm okay. saying it's just exercising fertility to have an election when when the person is automatically the winner. Mm-hmm. Now they yeah. need to be is to be sworn in. Mm-hmm. Okay, but there is I think that's a very good point. I'm sorry, what was that, Doctor Carr? I think that's a very good point, and I was think, just listening to you all uh, take that and go back and forth with it. I thought about okay. uh, people, if I lived in Tyler, uh, as yes, uh, informed as I am and as right. enlightened and, as I am, I would think yes, uh, living there regarding the uh, issue of not having to vote uh, ritual, to me, we can go right back to it when and if we need it. You know, it's kind of like That's dancing. Right. You know, you, you I yeah. learned to dance at a young age. Sure. I don't do much of it sure. now, but I know sure. how to go back to it if I'm put That's in that right. scenario. So I'm, I'm, Mr. Right. Arthur brings up a very good point because, to me, people in Tyler evidently somewhere are enlightened and informed and did not, right. does not seem that the city is in a state of unrest because people right. went to their offices unchallenged. So I'm, I, I salute that. And I'd like to see more right. of that across the country because, it, to me, it, it suggests that people are informed, people are enlightened, right. and so we ain't worried right. because we know Miss Shirley has our back. So we ain't worried. Yes, sir. And if we got to go back to yes, the sir. polls and vote back in again, we'll do that if need be. That's kind of how I see it. Right. And then, see, and, and it's not fair that Mr. Arthur went to the polls to vote and he didn't know that he didn't have anybody right. to vote for. To vote for. And so, right. but 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 so his community should have educated him right. uh, and said right. those parties, those political parties, right. it should have been on television, it should have been in the newspaper, it should be on radio mm-hmm. to let the people well, know he, what is going on in their area. It's just a situation. When anybody run against us, so she didn't have to do all that. So you know. But, but I did. But, I, but when we informed the community to say there would not be uh, a city of Tyler election because we don't have there was there was no uh, opponents. So there's right. only one person, and that person is automatically the winner, whether that person has one vote, and, and that's how I explain it in, in our town hall meetings and on the radio and on television. We put it on, on our websites and just put it everywhere. A radio sent it out to all the media and people, people look, they look at the news, they listen to the radio. And so we put it on uh-huh. all, all news media in our city so that people will know, but they also know just because we're not having a city of Tyler election, look and see if whomever is your school board representative, make sure that, 
you know that you don't have to go and vote for that person. And because we have two, we have two on school board that is opposed. Uh, and then we have one mine who is unopposed. And mm-hmm. so he won't be on the ballot because he's unopposed. But those right. two who do have, uh, have someone running against them, those are the two that will be on. So we let, let the people know in, in district two, a place in, in the city, in, uh, in school board is place. So place two and three have uh, their, their contested races. So you need mm-hmm. to get out there and vote. And then, of course, when they're out there campaigning, they're campaigning to their constituents in those areas. They're sending out. We've sent out lots of mail ballots. We've sent out. Uh, we made phone calls. Uh, we've just done everything to reach out to the constituents that live in those particular uh, areas to get them to the polls to vote. So that's that. <laughs> well, uh, okay. Have you heard your girl, your girl Phony Willis? She finna, she she says she gonna uh, she gonna she gonna drop the bomb on in between July and September. Uh, which Phony Willis. Bonnie Willis, the uh, Attorney General in, uh, in, in, in uh, Georgia, you know. Oh, uh, yes, 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 yes. Yeah, that's what I wanted to talk about. Yeah, they're going to drop okay, that tell, bomb. Tell me more. They're going to drop the bomb on in between, some, she says, somewhere between July and September. Wow. So she's alerting so right? so all the different agencies to start to prepare for, uh, you know, what, what kind of reaction might happen. Wow. He ain't got yeah. Tucker. He ain't got, he ain't got Tucker to cover for him no more. Tucker can't cover. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't home. have who to cover for him? Tucker Carlson. Yeah, he can't oh. cover for him no. Okay. No. no more. No more covering. Well, well, let's look at those two um, that, uh, may, that will probably end up running uh, against each other again, and that's uh, President Biden and uh and the former president, uh, Trump. So we were looking at some statistics this morning, and they were looking at what what it looks like now and and uh, what it looked like uh, a little while ago with uh, President Biden. And then what's interesting is that all of these people, even though Trump has all of this stuff against him, he has uh, Georgia looming over him now, uh, and New York, and oh my gosh, just everywhere, right? And but what percentage? Like seventy-five, uh, a more percentage of uh, Republicans still is supporting him. Do you find that but very in a interesting? Cult. Go ahead. But they're in a cult. They're in a cult. That's what cult. The old cult people do. You know, mm-hmm. they're in a cult. Mm-hmm. So they have the. Mm-hmm. You know, they, you know, you got. They in the corner. It just made them look <laughs> oh, up that. And, and so now, uh, you know, he's trying to figure out how to move out of that space. And then, like, and, and like when they whack Tucker's head off today, you know, man, they, I mean, I mean, look, they don't know what to do. So, uh, you know, it, it, it's going to be interesting. You know, now, now the, the white pundits, you know, what they're saying is they said, well, hey, look now, 
uh, you know, you know. Now I know it's going. You want to, that you know, bash them, but you know, you know, don't bash them. No, you know, don't. You know, just talk to them. Just talk. You know, so you know they're doing a lot of that right now. So just talk to them. <laughs> so, but you know that. So, hey, it, but it's so you know, interesting oh. to me that we we live in quote unquote what we call a Christian society. And we hear the Republicans talk about that they are the only, that they are the real Christians, and no one else. Unless you are a Republican, you're you're just not a Christian. And and, and then we have this guy that has 34 felony counts against him, and uh, mm. and they still they still support that, and they supposedly uh, uh, $150,000 in hush money to the porn star. And you don't care? That's why I don't want the governor in my school praying. I don't want the governor in my school praying. I don't want him in there. Okay. I don't want him in there. That kid's going to learn. He needs to leave a spirit alone. He needs to leave it alone. They need to go get their education. I don't need him in there doing none of that because, because, because religion don't mean nothing to them, people. It's just a political tool. And for them to use it yes. like that. You know, uh, uh-uh, I'm not, I'm not gonna pretend with them. So we shouldn't be pretending that that that, right. that uh, you know, you know, we need God back in school. God never left. I worked. There you school. go. I, there I you pray go. whenever I never left. Anybody, so man, anybody he's, he's, he's everywhere. He's omnipotent, right? He's yeah, yeah, yeah. Omnipre- yeah he's omnipresent. He's omnipresent. Yeah, everywhere. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, and if I'm in, if I'm in school, I should be teaching them kids. I shouldn't be running up, you know, trying to teach them how to pray. You know, I should be trying to teach them how to live, how to you know live a good life and so on, so on. So I'm just saying that I don't know what right and wrong is. So I'm saying that we need to, you know, you know, just you know, like when they say God or whatever. Uh-uh. I ain't buying when you say it. I'm just going to look you right now and say, stop it. Okay. All right. So, so Dr. Carr, you're a theologian. So what what are your thoughts on on how uh, the Republicans are just embracing uh, some, some of some Republicans, not, not all, some, are embracing uh, this guy and still supporting him 100 uh, percent to his ratings with the Republican Party is up at 70 to 75 percent. Yeah, that's a but lot. That still he something. has all these. That, that's a lot. And they have all these things lingering over him. I think uh, I think uh, we we have to look back once again and reflect on January 6th. Because mm-hmm. uh, these folks who stormed uh, and uh, attempted to create a coup atmosphere in our country, they, okay. they knew what Mr. Trump was before January 6th. They there heard his comments uh, that he made about what he could do with women prior to January yes. 6th. They yes, had sir. the news about the porn star before January 6th. So, it used to be called, from what I can remember, the party line to agree with, but now it seems to have become something more cultish, in my view, that yes. Mr. Fleming mentioned there. So I'm afraid that these folks are just done like the mule and put on the blindfold and just going full steam ahead, Trump, Trump, hey. Trump, 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 the great That's white it. hope. Uh, I think it's a great white hype myself, certainly not the great white <laughs> hope, but, you know, you got his base. 
is functional. We're talking about it right now because those folks are still out there, and some of them are well-educated people, people who right. are means economically and otherwise. So his base That's is it. broader than uh, we would think. And uh, I think I think it's going to be an interesting uh, next few months, uh, moving on to 2024, to see just okay. what's going to happen between point A and point B. Now, today I listened to the news and I heard uh, the uh, newscast is talking about President Biden and that the the country does a survey done. Uh, some folks ask questions about it, and people are not too happy to see the rematch of Biden and Trump on the scene. But, you know, uh, we're going to have an interesting country, and we're going to have an interesting battle between now and then. And I'm a little, you know, I'm a little nervous about it because, as you say, Ms. Shirley, if this guy can have 34, you know, felony counts working against him, why isn't he already in jail? Why there is he go. qualified to run for president? Now, that's where yes, I come down sir. on that. Why he already yes, lost the weight? They wouldn't yes, have sir. You couldn't run for president if, you, no, if that was against you, nor could Mr. Yes, Fleming or myself. So why yes, is, is, this, is, it, is it just this or is it just us? Which one it's is called, it? Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. It's called oh presidential... Goodness. It's called presidential white privilege. Obama could do it. White privilege. I like it. I like it. Pre- pre- white privilege. Pre- pre- President Obama couldn't do it either, right? No, he'd be first to go to. Yeah, he'd be. Oh, first no, they got him. Out. Oh, God, they got him that first. That not that first year. He did. They caught him. Yeah, he would. He would. He would. First year. For a trial. Yeah. Mm mm. Yeah, he'd be gone. Yeah. So I'm really worried really, about I'm, it. I'm a bit nervous about it. You know, I'm, I'm very. I'm very. I'm, I'm not as optimistic as I thought I would be at this point because at this point I thought that we would have a you know Republican forerunner who was more uh, amenable mm-hmm. to uh, human right. decency, and then sure, some democratic sure. person who would be you know proclaiming the same speech. But I'm looking at right. I'm looking at 34 counts, and you could conceivably be the president. This well, is real gone wild. Doc, I'm more optimistic. I, I mean, I'm more optimistic because because look, like like I said, you know, you can't you can't be the thing unless you call the thing. He's the thing, and he's what we're <laughs> he's a symbol of what we're having to go through to get where we yes. need to, be, which is you know equality and so forth and so on. He laid all this stuff out better than any of us could have. So we've been saying the same thing forever. But now he done laid it out. Have, now we're actually having that debate. Are you going? Or, or are you going to just actually sit here and tell me that you're going to just going to erase my history and my faith, right? You know, you're going to do that, right? And what am I supposed to do? So I'm saying that a critical mass in and it started in Tennessee. You know where that critical mass is meeting because you got okay, you got you know folks that like cultists over here on this hand. You got folks want to move on with America over here. So that's a class that's mm-hmm. just got to happen. And so by putting mm-hmm. somebody mm-hmm. with a period of faith in that position, I don't see how that mm-hmm. would help anything. I think mm-hmm. that would be right. what we need to do. So mm-hmm. now I like saying that there because he's the real deal. He's showing you what mm-hmm. it is. So, hey, let's mm-hmm. mm-hmm. dance. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right on. <laughs> 
Go ahead, Doc. Oh, I was just uh, agreeing with what uh, we had Mm -hmm. to put on the table here and uh, thinking about how, uh, (laughs) what what will we do in our communities? What are we going to do across the South? And will we be able to get something done in time across the Mm -hmm. South so that we can strengthen our weakened positions so that when 2024 does come around, we'll be in a better position at the polls to cast our vote and to keep him out. Right. That's it. I want him out. I want him out of public office. I want him out. I want him out. I want him out as well. But I I want to say this little part right here is that I'm not sure what, what, what the Democrats are looking for or the country. And I'm going to strike that part about what the Democrats are looking for, what what the citizens of the country is looking for, because the one thing that once you are elected, you represent everybody, Republicans, Democrats, independents, nothing, whatever you decide about yourself, you're still supposed to be represented by uh, the, the president supposed to represent everyone. We, If you take a look at all of the accomplishments that that this president has accomplished since he's been in office, he's just about accomplished the things, a lot of the things that he campaigned on. Mm-hmm. And, and, and then he says, I want, to, I want to continue on for the next mm-hmm. four years so that I can complete that task. Also, mm-hmm. we got to look at we got to look at what the president of the United States and we talk about this a lot. What what actually are the duties? See, what Trump thought that he uh, the president could do is not what is in the papers for the president to do. He didn't really run this country, even though he did a good job at trying to almost trying to run it. But it's our, it's our Senate and our Congress that runs this country. So it is really an easy task for the president. The president outlines things that he'd like to see happen, and then he sends it over there to the Congress and the Senate and, and try to get it passed. But the real work, his real job is that big budget that he needs to sit down, and I only say he because that's all we've ever had is a he and outline where that money needs to go and how much of it needs to go there. And, and that's, that's the big job right there. Yes. The only thing I'm going to say is that in the future, when we talk about Trump, either at the beginning or the end, you just say he's a crook. And then, say what you're going to say. <laughs> Y'all going to get me in trouble down here in Arkansas. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want to get you. We don't want to get you in trouble. No way, no how. We want to get you in trouble. But, but just know this, Dr. Carr. If you get in trouble down there, you got a home in Texas. <laughs> right on, right on, Mr. Fleming, right I on. guarantee you, I guarantee you, you got a home in Texas. <laughs> yes, sir, yes, sir, yes, sir, yes, sir. And just only, only request I have of you is to bring Dr. Smith right on back with you. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. But, but, but let's look, let's take a look at some of the things that, uh, that uh, and and I don't agree with everything that 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 
President Biden has done. There's some things that that don't don't that don't affect me uh, and don't really have anything to do with me. But but I look at at what he has done. He he signed that in, in inflation reduction bill. He improved mm-hmm. health care for veterans. Um, and uh, he get look at all look at all the money that he has earmarked and sent out to uh, to uh, to help these college students to keep them. And I have always been uh, troubled by that, uh, Dr. Carr and, and Mr. Arthur knows it. When I was running for Congress, I, that was one of the big things that I talked about is that debt that our young students, when they graduate from college and they graduate from medical school or wherever they graduated from, that they're saddled with a big debt and they can't even get going in their lives, their new lives after graduating from college because they got these massive student loans that they have to pay back. It's ridiculous, ridiculous. So I was very happy. And then he sent out the stimulus package to help to stimulate uh, the country. Yeah, there were some people that probably dropped it in their savings account. I'm guilty to put it in their savings account but or invested. Well, the one thing that I can tell you, when you do drop money into the bank, the bank uses your money, right? So you're still stimulating Absolutely. the economy, right? The banks Most are stimulating because they're taking sure. that money. Yes, sir. And they're, they're lending well, it out back into the community. Go ahead, Mr. Arthur. Well, I'm saying the issue that he could that he could that he could uh, start to talk about that would help him get some you know get people out, particularly black folks. He needs to start talking about expanding the Supreme Court. Now, now right. right now they got him on the rope. Right, we got Clarence over there. Uh, what you gonna okay. do? Okay. Uh, what you gonna do? There. What you gonna do with it? What you gonna do with it? What should happen? What should happen to him? Now, we're talking about a black man, right, a gentleman? So now the only reason that I believe that that black man is staying in place and he's not going to be worried about anything is because he's married to Jenny, right? That's correct. The white man has him there, and you ain't going to mess with our boy because he's our boy. He's our boy. That's exactly our boy. All right, 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 but but you you come a black man, okay, okay, black black body, but white mind. I mean, he 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 completely gave up on who he was. But when he you know back you know he joined the Reagan administration now, uh, you know he he just gave up his his I mean, his whole identity looked like so. But all that, but hanging out with Trammell Crow and then playing like he didn't know all that. I mean, I mean this man, I mean a bunch of crimes. I, I forgot how I many they say it was. But you know he created. A, I mean, he didn't think they're gonna do to him. You think they're gonna? Now I know they're not gonna. Nothing. If they impeach him, they ain't got enough. Huh? Hey, here, here's what they can do though: is here, keep the pressure on him uh, all the way through the election, and, and we win the uh, House and the Senate. He he won't get okay. kicked out. They can still impeach him. Hmm. Hmm. That's interesting. Maybe the threat, so maybe the threat of impeachment, because by that time he'd be like about seventy six, something like that. So the threat of impeachment mm-hmm. by that time might make him go ahead and want to get on out. Right. Now, well, Mr. Well, I'm wondering that's, about that's him. That's not that old. Okay, go ahead. No, it's not. Let me hear. You. I'm wondering it, about it, him. It is if you've been. It, 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 that but, is that old. If you've been flying around in the jet with a Nazi. 
<laughs> Listen, that's not. Let me tell you what. People are living longer. They're taking better care of themselves. And seventy-five, seventy-six is not. Uh, Trump is almost eighty, and, and and President Biden is almost eighty. And and. No, I'm not to my age. I'm not to my Clarence's age. I said, yeah, but he's hanging out with Nazis. He's a black Nazi. You know now. Oh, you're hanging out with Nazis. Oh, okay, I got you. Yeah. Yeah, you know, so ain't no setting ain't no setting some year like him hanging out with Nazis like he doing. And I'm saying <laughs> the pressure the the pressure and the threat of an impeachment through in the house and the Senate time. Oh. You, okay. know, you know, he probably gonna make a deal. He's probably gonna make some kind of deal to keep Jenny from going to jail. Yeah. With as yeah. with, with as much mass media as there is, did Judge Thomas was he not wise enough to keep this from coming out, or is it that he and mm-hmm. those who are supporters of him don't really care because they, they know that he's going to hold his spot? Yeah, yeah. evidently they don't That's care what I because think. yeah, I yeah. think they just yeah. don't care because they have the they have the power to keep him there. That's it. That's absolutely correct. Yeah. And, and besides that, once they get there, you know you can't unsee them. They 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 right, can, they're there for eternity exactly right. eternity right so he didn't he didn't owe it, you anything he can do whatever he wants and, to do and nothing's gonna happen maybe he's gonna sit, him he's gonna give him some book deals I don't know you know an impeachment might oh give my him gosh. some book deals you know, put, you know. put more money in his pocket <laughs> yeah yeah yes yeah, whatever happened to it, it won't be about him because he's who he right. is correct so it, it would correct. be it, it would be well, yeah, we, we thank we thank Pre- President Biden for putting us someone in there who uh, who we know is going to stand up for right and do right, and that's Judge Katanji Brown Jackson. Absolutely, absolutely. Just, just, hey, just hey, hey, the worst the, the, the worst thing Clarence Thomas could have did. See, he should have knew something was up when, when uh, uh, Harlan Crow gave that. Frederick Douglass Bible. Frederick Douglass yeah. was probably giving Harlan Crow hell up in there with that Bible. And then he gave it to Clarence. Now Clarence is caught hell. Now both of them are caught hell. <laughs> you know, they go back. I don't know who Clarence gave that Bible to next, but he probably going to get rid of this Bible. So no wonder Harlan gave it to me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> now, you okay. know, we're, we're laughing about it, but it's, it's really a right. remarkable reality that a Supreme yeah. Court justice would have this go. kind of weight against his reputation yeah. as a lawmaker, yeah. as a decision maker for me and for you, and and yet he's just going to be there, and our grandchildren will ask us, well, what did y'all do about it? Well, there we you did go. what we could, and what there we could do was at that time nothing, but we nothing. hoped that Justice would find us somewhere. So I'm really, I'm really, I wrote my book because I'm concerned about my grandchildren's view Certainly. of us Certainly. as uh, revolutionaries, as black yes. people, as enlightened people. I, I'm hoping that when I'm gone and they take the baton from me, that I will leave enough go. evidence of what we need to be doing to uh, deal with this, this I call it evil. If the Supreme Court justice oh, can write an opinion and his opinion can put me in jail for the rest of my life for doing there the same go. thing that he's responsible for, okay. then the, the, the scales of justice 
are not balanced at all. There you go. Absolutely. You're not balanced. There you go. Now, Tanner and Clarence Thomas, now, y'all think just because I took a $500,000 trip and been flying on jets whenever I bought it, y'all think I still can't announce a justice like that? I mean, y'all, I mean, really, y'all don't think I can do that? That's just, you know, that's just mental. What's in his job description? (laughs) Yeah, what's in his job description? He said, he said, we ain't got no ethics policy, so I can do what I want. That's what they told me I could do. <laughs> you know that, you, you know, Stephen Breyer, okay, Stephen Breyer, uh, uh, you know how you, you Trump now pressured him into get, you know, getting off, right? You remember that? Okay, well, it turned out his son, his son was working, and, you know, like the Republicans, his son was in one of them big time, you know, his son was moving up within that Republican system, you know, so he had a big time job. They were taking care of his son and stuff like that. And so they basically, right. they basically told him, hey, you know, we're going to start, you know, once you're going to retire before somebody starts talking about your son's stuff, you know. And so that's what happened. I mean, that's I mean, so I'm saying all of them up there, I mean, except for the the, 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 the ladies up there, probably, except for that, but all of them, mm-hmm. all of them pretty, you know, all of them pretty dirty. I mean, as far as when I say dirty, I mean, like Clarence, they all got that kind of stuff that they've been doing, right. all of them. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. The folks in the black roads. Hmm. To see it from out here. I mean, like, you know, like, we can, I mean, like, at least I can, I, I, you know, talking about Trump. Look here, Trump was in right. a rap record. Everybody knew Trump was a crook. Everybody knew that before he stepped up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well, if they didn't know, the Benice uh, the made it very clear. And <laughs> I, I, I remember when I was reading the book, her book that she wrote about him and and the type of person that he was. She, she laid it out. It was all across television. They interviewed her continuously, and then she wrote the book, and they interviewed her continuously some more. And she already told us what kind of man, what kind of person, mm-hmm. and how he treat. You know, if he didn't care anything about his own brother and how he treated her father, which was his brother, what is it that he cares about? America, he's. We we know the definition of a narcissist, and mm-hmm. she has outlined it. She says I've analyzed him. That's her profession. She's a psychologist, mm-hmm. and she's already told us all about this fella. If you had, well, if you didn't know about him before now, you ought to know about him very well by now. Well, go ahead. Well, he was a response to Obama. It, it wasn't about whether they thought he was crazy. Whether the, the, he was a response to Obama. They were, as you, as you, if you remember the eight Obama years, uh, white folks basically lost their mind. I don't know if you remember mm-hmm. or not. They lost their mind when he got reelected. Mm-hmm. They lost it twice, and so lost it twice. And, and then so when, when when it came time, so when they saw Trump, you know, we right. got to fight right. back. And so he was just a man. He he was he, he's a vehicle. But they, you know, he, he showed up there. He was, and they grabbed him. And they they knew he was a crook. They knew he was a right. crook. You know, and right. that, but that's what they wanted. They wanted a crook. And that's what, and we have to understand, y'all. They wanted a crook. It ain't like oh, we didn't know it was a crook. Yeah, they did. They wanted a crook. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, did you? I don't know if you guys saw this or not. This was quite interesting. Uh, there was a people people come up with funny things, and so there was a photograph of 
of uh, President Obama and then uh, former President Trump. And it said, my birth certificate is attached to your indictment papers.
and Laura Ingraham. Now, the question is, is Laura she going to throw them? Right. And right. all I'm saying is that they're trying to survive. Uh, you know, because this is this two point seven billion dollar suit, then all the mother. Let's listen up, guys. Listen up. Listen up. But if you were watching last hour, this is how you learned on Fox of this traumatic decision. We have some news from within our Fox family. Fox News Media and Tucker Carlson have mutually agreed to part ways. Tucker's last show was this past Friday. We want to thank Tucker Carlson for his service to the network as host. And prior to that, as a long-term contributor. I want to bring in our CNN media analyst, Sarah Fisher. Sarah, just the way um, that was read right there, Harris Faulkner reading that on the air uh, very calmly, very quickly, uh, very dispassionately. Uh, have you learned anything in the minute since we've learned this big news to, to the big question, which is why? Well, we've asked the Minion spokespeople if this is explicitly tied. They said that there is nothing they can share yet about whether it's tied to the settlement. But the other thing that we're worried about or thinking about right now is what those tapes from former Fox producer Abby Grossberg may have uncovered. Of course, you'll recall that she was part of this suit in that she claimed that Fox News had sort of meddled with her testimony. She had then put out an amended legal filing shortly before the court case and said that the, basically there was tapes in which Rudy Giuliani and others were saying things about the voting machine fraud, Dominion, et cetera. So one could ask yourself, you know, is there something implicating there? But there was nothing that was a part of this agreement, to your point, John, that said that any personnel would be fired from the settlement. In fact, within this settlement, there wasn't even any requirement that Fox had to apologize or retract any of its reporting. Uh, Sarah, he said the, nine, uh, the 8 o'clock hour, excuse me, uh, since Megyn Kelly moved on, uh, that's almost seven years, I think six or six or going on seven years ago now. The timing, uh, you can look backwards, and you look just a week or so ago, the Dominion settlement. You can also look forward. Uh, Fox, whatever you think of it, whatever people watching uh, think of the network, making this decision as we head into a 2024 presidential campaign cycle. Somebody who, as we noted, had the first post-arraignment interview uh, with the former president of the United States, Donald Trump, who's the Republican frontrunner for a network that prides itself on its political coverage to do this at this moment is stunning and tells you something. Absolutely does. Not only was Tucker Carlson like the highest rated personality on Fox, John, he was one of the highest rated shows on all of cable. So it's an explosive move that Fox is going, especially to your point ahead of the 2024 election. There isn't really like a backup for Tucker Carlson. There's no major personality that brings in the same kind of ratings that he does. The Five does very well, one of their shows, but it's not like they have someone in their stable that they're going to be able to replace him with. I do think it's notable that they didn't give Tucker Carlson a chance to even sign off. To me, that tells you that part of this decision may have been a little bit rushed. We don't know who's going to replace him. All we know for now is that that hour will continue with political coverage. They ran a promotional spot earlier today touting an interview with a potential candidate. Uh, We just don't know who's going to be the permanent host quite yet. Okay. Interesting. Can we hear I wonder yes, how I you did. feel knowing that one of the things that came out during discovery was I wanted, I wanted to share that. Wait a minute. Then what saying on the air? For a little bit more. When more. Tucker Carlson said behind the scenes after the election on November 23rd, 2020, he says, I had to try to make the White House disavow Sidney Powell, which they obviously should have done long before. Laura Ingram in her text responds, no serious lawyer could believe what they were saying. Well, I, I, lost, I lost trust in them prior to that. 
um, anyway. When when uh, Fox was calling out the election, I know a lot of people felt this way. They were calling out the election prematurely for Arizona. And then after that, you know, there's been a lot of talking out both sides of their mouth. The audience is not looking to be lied to. It's looking to give context to something that we know is true from a, a certain perspective. And that's, that's got a value. But there's a line not to cross. And once you know that something is not true, you need to let them know. Because then they can move on. Move on and accept that they lost, the conservatives lost this last election. Not because of some nefarious deep state shadowy thing. So, you know, Allison, you spoke about, um, well, you know, certain Fox hosts knew about this, but they went forward with it anyway. Now, one, I'm really happy that, that they have uh, divergent opinions in private, and they, and they say, gosh, you know, I'm not really sure about this. I think they're going to learn a lesson. This, this lesson happened to cost them 787 million dollars, which is a number I can't hardly imagine. And what is that lesson, Ryan? I mean, but but what is that lesson? Well, I think that lesson is that um, the news should be based wholly on truth. There's a certain level of willful blindness, but people see what they want to see. And that's true on the left, and it's true on the right. But I don't look to any of the networks, including Fox, as the ultimate arbiter of truth. One more question. Show of hands. How many of you will still be devoted Fox watchers? <laughs> I mean, not sure if it's devoted, but I'll okay. still partake. So, so three of I'm you, used to being the odd man out. That's okay. So, guys, of the three who are still going to be Fox watchers, um, Ian, will you take what they say with more of a grain of salt now? Hmm. Uh, as I stated earlier, I take everyone. Uh, with a grain of salt. Reagan, what about you? Will you be will you be listening to Fox with through um, a different lens, taking it more with a grain of salt, or you should always look within when something you know big like this happens, a big case like this. So, yeah, I think there's going to be an extra filter on that lens when I watch Tucker. Why will you be watching through a different filter, as Reagan said? I think I'm going to be expanding my net some more. Allison, you might be winning a new future viewer. But also, um, you know, the things that Fox News is showing is not necessarily the things that CNN is showing. And expanding my net will be, I think, helpful so that I don't see these, I don't have these blind spots like this uh, Dominion case. Okay, gentlemen. So that was our CNN uh, newscaster that was interviewing uh, all of those. There was an interesting Wait, let me stop tweet it from Gretchen that. Carlson uh, yesterday. I think it was. I was hoping. Wait. Okay. So, so she was interviewing um, all of those four persons who were uh, Republicans that watched Fox News, and her final question was, "Will you then accept everything?" First of all, she asked them, "Would they, as you heard?" Would they continue to watch? So there was three of them raised their hand, and then the one female said, "Absolutely not." Uh, and so, and then since so one of the gentlemen finally said at the end that she, she may start, he may start watching uh, the CNN uh, rather than watching Fox. So thoughts, gentlemen. <laughs> wow. That was a great question, uh, uh, Dr. Carter. That was a great question. 
They, they, they need to quit calling. They need to call them. They, they need to call Fox Defox News, not Fox <laughs> Defox. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I hear you. Well, it's interesting to see who they put in that space because, as you know, this people. So many people watched this guy. It was unbelievable. The rating, he was the number one on cable television in the country. But he's trafficking in racial trash. He trafficked in racism. And that's why. I mean, numbers. I mean, he may have well, some great numbers. What does that tell you? What does that tell that, you about us? The that trash tells that me. he was putting, the biased racist, racist, what that racist information is. that he was putting out. What, what, that what does that tell you about is, our country? Well, what that tells me is, is that okay. is that now we all can see our country in a more realistic way instead of pretending it was something that it wasn't. Now we can we're in a position where we can uh, fix some things, repair some things, change some things. But before, we were just pretending, oh, this has been going on. It ain't new. This just started happening. We're just finding out about it. We're just enlightened to it. So so we need to understand that this is new information that a lot of people are getting at the same time, which I think is good because now, again, folks, they can't, we can't, folks can't be pretending that this ain't real. I've always known it was real. But I'm just saying that sure. now everybody knows. Okay, so so Dr. Carr, listening to what uh, what uh, Mr. Arthur just said, does that remind you of the comment that uh, First Lady Michelle Obama made when they first went into the White House? Do you remember that? Com- do you remember that statement that she made? And she was beat up on like crazy. Do we remember that, Mr. Arthur? Do you remember? Oh uh, uh, yeah, I know this what you is said, the but... first time. First uh-huh. time in my life. Yeah. You remember? You remember, Doctor Carr? I'm going to have just, to just read. Okay, just exactly what Mr. Arthur just exactly what Mr. Arthur just said a few mm. minutes ago, and people jumped on her and badgered her, and I'm gonna I'm gonna give you the exact quote, but this was the first time that she. She felt that she had respect for America because her husband had been elected into uh, into the presidency, and and so people jumped all over her and said the nerve of her. She was un-American um, mm-hmm. and all that. You you gentlemen keep talking to each other, and I'm gonna I'm gonna pull it. Uh, I got my computer out now. I'm gonna pull that statement up. Let's see what. Was. I'd like to hear that. Okay. Again. It, it's just just like just exactly like what Mr. Arthur just said. Wait a minute. Well, you know, I'd rather know, Doc, than not know. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> then Absolutely. I can then I can make some choices and some decisions. If I don't that know, that is true. That is true. Then. Then and I'm then then uh, then somebody else do know, then I'm being played. So I'm saying, right. Mm-hmm. Well, hey, if you're sleeping, yeah. the decisions are made while you're sleeping. You wake up, decision is made, and you got played. You got hoodwinked again. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, you know, the, yeah. well, you know, the, you know, the capitalist system that we talk about here in America is rigged. It's a rig. It's called crony capitalism. Crony. Mm-hmm. That's why you got mm-hmm. a few, a few people with all the money, because that's mm-hmm. crony. Right. You know, you know the right person, you they hook you up, and now you good. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's so let, let's listen. Up. It said uh, the former first lady shared her wisdom, but um, let me let me just scan back down and I will tell you exactly what her quote was and it's it's identical to what Mr. For the first time in my adult life I am really proud of my country because it feels like hope is making a comeback. Oh. And, and people jumped, if you remember people jumped all over her like when that. she made like that, that that comment to the, for the first time she was proud to to uh, uh, proud of her country, of her country. for the first time in yes, her adult now. life you remember I remember mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. I remember mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. And yes her, much her aspiration ahead, was, was directly directly opposed to these people mm-hmm. that put Trump into this office with what she said they that 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 was a signal to them wait a minute. She's, she's going to be feeling good like that. Right. You know? The, the nerve of her not, to be saved yeah, what she said. Feeling like yeah, that's feeling. not white privilege expense, right? You know, yeah. for her to be mm-hmm. feeling like that. And so, exactly. You know, so there exactly. it went. Very, very smart lady. She, she, and she has a lot more of uh, wise uh, that mm. she makes. She turned 59. Uh, this past uh, January, what about three, four months, three months ago, or so, okay. and she's the same same age as my nephew that we laid to rest uh, this oh. uh, this past uh, this past uh, Saturday, last Saturday a week uh, last week ago, last Saturday, mm-hmm. um, this, uh, yeah, yeah, from this past right. Go ahead, Mister. I took a doses again because you know I know you just back. You missed us last week, but you know, so condolences. Uh, I know you had a rough week there. So yeah, uh, you yeah, know. it's pretty tough. It was pretty tough. Let me tell you this: this this gentleman, he was quite lots of wisdom, very smart guy. He um, uh, and and I, we're offering our condolences from this uh, show to my sister. Um, her her son got COVID and. Um, when COVID first came out, he got COVID, got sick, and uh, but he he was young, so, so he was pretty tough. And uh, but he gave it to his father, and so his father ended up going on life support and, and passed away of COVID for the uh, vaccines. And then that was the first time. And then about three weeks ago, see, we don't know. Uh, when we get these diseases and people get COVID, that there's uh, long haulers so to speak, and how it may affect, well, it affected his heart. And then he turns around and he gets COVID again three weeks ago and, uh, and shot him into a cardiac arrest, and then he lost his life behind that. And so uh, so he was one of those long haulers that we didn't even realize uh, that he was a long hauler and how it had affected his heart. And so, uh, and, and, and even though Dr. Dr. Hagney is not here, but we we want to we want to end by letting people know that COVID still exists and it's still out there, 
and we still oh. we have to be very careful. And it probably will be at the point uh, where COVID is going to be like a flu shot. So we're going to end up having to get a flu shot every year, and and um, so we may end up having to get a COVID. Uh, shot every year as well. We'll see, uh, but uh, but there's a new there's a new strand that was raging in the community, and he picked up that new strand, uh, and that thing works around that new strand works around uh, the vaccine, the present and existing vaccine that uh, that we have uh, that we all took or are taking or have taken or maybe someday will take. Uh, for those people who have not taken any, um, so so it's not uh, it didn't hold there to to that strand that new strand, and so he picked up that new strand, and it just wiped him out. Yeah. So I say that to say, don't forget to continue to wash your hands and do the things that you need to do in in order to uh, protect yourself as much as possible and certain. Areas when I was on the plane flying, I was mask up, mask double mask up on that plane because we're in a closed, enclosed environment, you know. And uh, so I, 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 I've been blessed, have not gotten COVID, and so whatever it takes in order to uh, try to protect ourselves, we need to do that. So all right, gentlemen, it's it's nine fifty seven. You guys have put out some great information tonight, and we're going to get ready to do our round robin and and, uh, in in the show. So, Dr. Carr, your your final comments, and we want to – next week we want to make sure that we bring bring in uh, uh, Dr. Smith and not have him left up because we really want to come together and and have a meeting so that we can put together our programs that we want to do and bring into our community starting uh, here in Tyler, Texas. So I turn it over to you, Dr. Carr and have your final comments for the evening. I think it's been a wonderful show tonight. I want to read from page 52 of my book, and I think uh, what I'm going to say will, uh, in essence, address the issue of uh, Chapter 4 and how it has impacted the discussion tonight. Those who control the mass media, in essence, control us, how we see Mm -hmm. the world and how we see ourselves in the world. We live in an informational society, and the attractiveness, Tucker Carlson, of things placed before us by experts, Tucker Carlson, in the media, Tucker Carlson, is, in essence, the bait used by those who control us to put off their agenda. Page 52, Resurrecting the Black Man, Chapter 4, Mass Media, Politics, and Religion. Oh, wow. That's powerful. My goodness. <laughs> That's everything we talked about tonight, right? Yes. Everything we talked about in the media. That's beautiful. Uh, Mr. Arthur. Well, uh, Freedom Rides 2.0. Uh, we're we finna do it because that's what needs to be done. We got to we gotta take control. Like you said, we can't be waiting around on to, uh, you know, get our, you know, our stuff together. Uh, we, 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 we have the basis in place. So I'm looking forward to uh, Freedom Rides too, where we can uh, modernize the uh, old civil rights uh, rides to the south. Where we're going to rest our, our people. We're going to we're going to educate our people, and we're going to get them to the polls, and we're going to show them how to work. They I'm looking forward to working with uh, all 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 the folks in the south. So here very we go. Very good, very good, very good, outstanding. 
uh, outstanding, as uh, that reminded me when Mr. Arthur said that, and I say this unequivocally all the time. I said it in a town hall meeting on last night uh, at uh, the church of uh, Pastor um, Bishop McGrew, and we were talking about our criminal justice system. Everything leads us back to the voting booth. So in the, in the words of former First Lady uh, Michelle Obama, uh, when they go low, we go high. And we need to go high together and look out for one another and make sure that uh, the biases that we run into, that if we stick together, we are stronger in number than we'll ever be otherwise. So we get ready to turn it over to uh, Ms. Rihanna and uh, to take us out in our theme song. And so thank you, gentlemen. Outstanding. We look forward to when all of us can come back together, we get uh, Pastor uh, Michael Cooper elected uh, in his position and, and get Dr. Hagney back in here, and we're going to have an amazing time when all of us are on together. Thank you so very much. We'll see you on next Looking week. Forward. Have a great rest of the week. And now, Miss Rihanna, it's all yours. Good night, Good night, Riri. Good night. Good night. Good night, all. Good night. One Good night. day when the glory comes, it will be out, it will be out, oh, one day, when the war is won, we will be sure, we will be sure, oh, glory, 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 to the heavens, no man, no weapon. Formed against, yes, glory is destined. Everyday women and men become legends. Sins that go against our skin become blessings. The movement is a rhythm to us. Freedom is like religion to us. Justice is juxtaposition in us. Justice for all just ain't specific enough. One son died, the spirit is revisiting us. True and living, living in us. Resistance is us. That's why Rosa sat on the bus. That's why we walked through Ferguson with our hands up. When it goes down, we woman and man up. They say stay down and we stand up. Shots, we on the ground. The camera panned up. King pointed to the mountaintop and we ran up. One day, when the glory comes, it will be out. It will be When the war is won, we will be sure, we will be sure, oh, glory, 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 oh, glory, glory, now the war.
Every man, woman, and child Even Jesus got his crown in front of a crowd They march with the torch, we gon' run with it now Never look back, we done gone hundreds of miles From dark roads, heroes, to become a hero Facing the league of justice, his power was the people Enemy is lethal, a king became regal Saw the face of Jim Crow under a ball ego The biggest weapon it's to stay peaceful, we sing Our music is the cuts that we bleed through Somewhere in the dream we had an epiphany Now we right the wrongs in history No one can win the war individually It takes the wisdom of the elders and young people's energy Welcome to the story we call victory The coming of the Lord, my eyes have seen the glory One day, when the glory comes, it will be Good night. See you next week.